Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. So this question, Jake, it really tells the kind of person you are. So if you could have one superpower, what would it be? I don't know. I feel like I always say speed just so I can run around the world. Maybe we'll go back if I run the opposite <laughs> way fast enough. I don't know. You, you want to live something twice. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that says a lot about someone. I thought you were going to say like invisibility so you could sneak into somewhere you shouldn't, but I'm glad you didn't. I would say fly because you know, I just want to be up in the sky. I just yeah. want to soar and free travel. <laughs> it's going to be a little cold. But, exactly. You know. <laughs> but hey, I'll be up there, you know. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Share Your Scare. We talk to real people and hear real stories. I'm your host, Brennan Taylor. This is my co-host, Jake Taylor. And today we have a legend in the making in the studio. We have on King Vader. What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. You know, of course. Thanks for being here, man. Look, I I see your necklace right now, your chain. Oh yeah. It has Darth Vader on it, and that's where I wanted to really start this off. Like, how did you get the name King Vader? What is that all about? I feel like you know it definitely started from uh, my love uh, of Star Wars. You know, and just seeing the boy Darth Vader uh, move how he moves and just. Uh, be the force that he is uh it was super inspirational in a different mm-hmm. type of way you know i didn't look at him like you know like bad guy yeah. it was just like this something this guy's interesting you know right so at first i kind of uh started to go by vader you know because mm-hmm. uh this was back in like high school everyone has like cool nicknames and stuff like that and i'm like i want a nickname you know <laughs> and like i don't know how nicknames start like the origins of them right. and it turns out you kind of have to start them yourself yeah and then you have to get the respect for people to actually call you that name yeah. so i i started with vader uh then uh that vine you know that that came around yeah and, you know we're on vine doing the thing and uh i was just you know i wasn't creating content i was just watching you Got know it. and uh i saw the boy uh king batch mm. you know and i'm like you know i really like how he is uh, how he's moving, how he's consistently posting. It's him and his friends. You know, I, I really was like, he's moving how a king moves, you know? And I was like, that's kind of how I want to move through social media. So I was like, if he could be King Batch, then I could be King Vader. And here we are. That's pretty cool. I like cool. it. I, I never had a nickname, Jake. Have you ever had a nickname? No, I never had a nickname. <laughs> I wish I had a nickname. I don't even know what my nickname would be. Yeah, like, people would just call me B for Brennan. I'm like... <laughs> That ain't even a nickname. That's just you being lazy and kissing you know? my own name. <laughs> uh, we, we, you got on Vine like towards the end though, right? Yeah, it was it was more towards like the last like three two years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like you know, the second I hopped on, I like I really uh, found my my niche. You know, and I really started to uh, figure out what was different about me. Yeah. And the second I found that out, that's when I actually started to really uh, gain in followers and stuff like that. And then uh, I got up to a peak, which was uh, 500K, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm thinking I'm on top of the world. I'm like, okay, like, we out here, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it can't get bigger than this. And then uh, Vine was like, yeah, so we're shutting down in two months. And I was like, <laughs> damn, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, y'all going to do this to me? That's crazy. So um, basically, uh, the app shut down, and I had to make a decision. You know, I can either stop creating content or I can continue because the goal I have is bigger than social media. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I kept pushing. I went to YouTube, Instagram, and I just kept that mindset that I had on Vine and applied it to 
what I do today. So. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, when you were on Vine, was it like the same? I think it was the same time when like Dope Island and, and yeah. Meech on Mars were Kenny blowing Knox, up, right? Kenny Lenar, Knox, Caleb City. Exactly. So, because I was on Vine too, but I was the generation like before, kind of in a way. Like, okay. you know, I've been on. I was on there since like 2015. Mm. Got got a big following. Got up to like 1.7 before they closed it off, and they said it was done. Um, but I remember when all when all you guys hopped on, like you guys really just. Like, cause if we at that point when it was starting to end, we all knew it. Like, we all started kind of giving up. You notice a lot of viners at the time gave yeah. up on that. A lot of people just like, but were then, leaving. Yeah, but then your crew came in and just took over the whole app. It, it was, honestly, and the reason that we was able to do that was to see the people before. You know, what yeah. I'm saying you guys are like the the inspiration that pushed all the new creators to like really go in. You know, because we was like, you know, we're like I said, it was a decision between being a watcher and then a yeah. creator. And that was the decision, like, okay, like, I want to I wanna make stuff now. Right. So then once we hopped on, it was just like, you know, like, we have to push really hard, but we also have to be very different. Yeah. And, you know, we worked and we did really good, but it just, you know, it wasn't enough. For and then sure. at... I know. Isn't that crazy, man? Vine was such an iconic thing. People yeah. still talk about they still Vine. Talk, they bring Vines onto TikTok. I know. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about the whole new TikTok era and, like, the people that are, like, popping on TikTok? And what's your whole thoughts about it? Um, I think TikTok is a very, uh, a very powerful uh, app mm-hmm. and resource right now. I feel like if you're a creator and you don't have, like, a following or anything, you have one of the biggest opportunities to gain a following yeah. overnight, yeah. over overnight, over real. a month, honestly, if you really are serious about this. It's like TikTok is giving people the same opportunities that Vine was giving creators when it was we was back, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, you know, when I see my friends or people and they're like, oh, like, I want to, you know, do this and I want to do that. It's like, all right, do you have a TikTok? Oh, no, nah, I, I ain't download it because, because what? You know, like, right. you want to create content, TikTok's the best place to post it right yeah. now. And another thing about TikTok, it doesn't, it's not just like, oh, you have to post this type of content and this is the only thing that blows up. TikTok allows people's content from all different genres doing all different things. So really, you just have to hop on TikTok and be yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the only app right now really uh, blowing up with that type of mindset. So I think all people who want to create in this world definitely need to download TikTok and get it popping. Yeah, 100%. I also think like TikTok's kind of like, like Dr. Phil, like making stupid people famous. It like does. you heard about the girl that put Gorilla Glue in her hair. Yeah, like that girl, she's verified on Instagram. Okay, so this girl, she pretty much like was looking for her hairspray, I think, to put her hair down. And she grabbed Gorilla Glue spray, put it in her hair. And her hair has been like stuck like that for like a couple months now. And I didn't know Gorilla Glue came in spray. Yeah, so me either. That's new to me. When I saw the video, I was like. Ah, you know, you know, God, God be with you. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, now she's trying to sue Gorilla Glue. She's all over oh TMZ. God. I think she has like 500K on Instagram and verified now. Yeah, she verified. And like, yeah, and like, yeah, people like, you. You know I know, she, she, she did it. Game, right? you know? Yeah, she, she's doing it. Honestly, you know, play your cards right and you never know what can happen. It's just, I, I, I would, I feel like she would have never knew that she'd be verified for the girl who got yeah. stuck in her hair. Well, dude, if you think about it, do you guys remember that one chick who got literally got blew up, blew up because she licked the toilet seat in mm-hmm. the plane? Like she, yeah. she blew up right in the beginning of COVID because of, like they do make dumb people famous, but that's yeah. not to say that you can blow up and not be dumb because yeah. a lot no, of people do it. For sure. make careers out of it. I, I definitely, you know, because that's a lot. There's a lot of people who have that that mindset. Like they, not to say like the gorilla. Glue that could have been a genuine mistake. Yeah, right. right. 
<laughs> but, you know, there's people who literally go out onto TikTok because they know doing reckless stuff mm-hmm. is going to get them the views and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big thing against that is that, you know, you're not really thinking about long term. Yeah. You know, you're really just worried about uh, the views, the followers, the comments, the interaction right now. Yeah. But it's like you should be able five years from now to look back at the stuff that you created and actually be happy and proud. Right. Yeah. And I feel like those people, they're just doing it for the now. For the now. Mm-hmm. And then when they get to a point, they're going to be very like disappointed that they even did it. Yeah. So. And then, I mean, there's people like the person that just got shot and killed. He's a YouTuber. He went. Did you hear about that? I don't think so. I forgot where it was, but he was doing a prank video uh, with, with a girl. fake butcher knife, like walking up to people outside of a trampoline park place. A 23-year-old guy pulled a gun and shot him, claimed self-defense, didn't get arrested for it or anything like that. Uh, and YouTuber is dead from it. So That's it's like crazy. people are out there being reckless, doing crazy things for the views. Well, there was another one where That's this guy right. and literally his a guy and a girlfriend that had a channel together and they wanted to break the barriers. So he said, shoot me with a desert eagle while I hold an encyclopedia. He already tested it supposedly and that the bullet wouldn't go through the encyclopedia. But when his girlfriend shot him, it went through and killed him. So she killed her own boyfriend, got charged from it. And like the video never came out, obviously, because he died in it. But like yeah. it's like people do stupid stuff to get famous. And I mean... I, I guess do what you need to do, but it's like I would never do that kind of stuff. Yeah, don't don't put your, your right. life or anyone else's life in danger. And uh-uh. Definitely don't walk around doing a knife prank on yeah. people. Yeah, that just sounds like a bad idea before it definitely. even happens. You don't know how people are going to react. Yeah, so. 100%. So you grew up in Chicago, right? How was growing up out there? So I was actually – I was born in Chicago, but okay. I was raised in Maryland. So oh. like you know, most of my true growth happened in Maryland in the DMV. Uh, being in Maryland was – you know, very, very a fun time. You yeah. know, uh, a lot of my closest friends I made in Maryland. And um, yeah, you know, I, I go back every every couple of months or so. Like, you know, I, I don't like to just go back empty handed. I want to go back and do something like I mm-hmm. want to go back and present like a film I'm working on or a, a Netflix collaboration or whatever. So it's like I just want to come back and show the people like I'm doing what I said I was going to yeah. do when I left. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know, all in all, I feel like Maryland is the reason that I am the way I am. Right. And, you know, I always appreciate uh, where I started. That's why, like, even uh, on my Instagram, TikTok, no matter, no matter what social media platform I'm on, I would never uh, delete my past, like my old videos. Really? A lot of people do it because mm-hmm. it's like a professional look. But for me, like, I really want to show people where I came from so they can see where I'm going, Yeah, you know? And, and also, it also gives inspiration to me because I get to see the difference in what I'm doing now. I get to see the video I just made and like, okay, let me see what I did five years ago. You know, I get a good laugh and then, you know, I keep it going. Yeah. So So as a creator, like, what do you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself like a, like a, a writer, a director? Like, how would you categorize yourself? Your content. Yeah. Your, the content that you make. Um, I mean, at at this point, I'm definitely uh, I'm in this directing, acting, and and writing mood, and I also edit. So it's like okay. I feel like I've been doing this for a while now. Like I feel like uh, even when I was on Vine, you know, I've always inspired to like direct and mm-hmm. and do longer form content. But it was like being on Vine restricted me for it, you know, doing that, yeah. you know, because it was like my mind was focused on creating six second content. But like uh, <laughs> my uh, my my manager rider boy how he explains it was that uh we was really taking uh long form content and smushing it down to yeah. 6 seconds so uh once vine 
was no more. It, I felt like it, it was like a, a barrier, you know, like the I, I was released, like yeah. I could actually do more. So, uh, you know, I went to YouTube and just started to post longer uh, content, bigger content, more challenging content, hop into different genres like uh, horror. And uh, that was interesting. And uh, I feel like just because I experimented and took a risk and did those things, it uh, it just brought me different type of opportunities where I was able to showcase what I actually can do. So director, cool. actor, writer, editor, and everything in between. That's and awesome. Are you all self-taught? Did you go to school for this? Yes. So I am uh, self-taught. Uh, I was in school for a bit. And then it was just – it was something that kind of clicked. Like I was just like – um. I this isn't for me, yeah. at least not right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like I need to be chasing this goal that I've set every single day. And right now I feel like I'm kind of on pause, which like it's understandable. You know, like you take your pause and you you build on your skills uh, behind the curtains, you know, yeah. and then once you hit the light, you know, you you just you show people what you can do. But like I was really concerned with like I, I can't wait. I, I feel I always felt like I never had enough time. So it was like, um, there's just a point where I was like, I'm just going to chase it. You know, like yeah. I'm not about to be in school right now. Like, so I just went after it. I chased it. And, you know, we've been in a lot of different rooms with a lot of people that, you know, I would have never imagined doing when I was like at school. So, yeah, you know. I, I think that's like the same thing that happened to me. I was self-taught photographer, videographer. And when I started, when I got to college and I was mm. taking these classes, you know how you take like beginning to photo, beginning to this. And I was just kind of bored in these classes yeah. that it made me not even want to go to them. You know, they'd be like, go take a picture of a stranger. But I was already doing that, trying to <laughs> take pictures of models, you know? Exactly. So like when I was coming in from my classes, I was showing these like photos of beautiful models and like, did you meet that girl on like a stranger? And I was like, well, kind of, I met her on Instagram and we <laughs> met up and shot, you know? So that kind of deterred me from going to school. Cause I just felt like I was very bored with it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that that's kind of a, like the same thing that for a lot of creatives, you yeah. know, they're like, they want to go chase their goals. What would you tell people, you know, like someone who's in school right now, but you know, maybe doesn't, are their parents want them to stay in school? That's a big thing. It's like the people's parents want them to be in school, but like us as creatives, like, it's hard, you know, because we can always go back to school. That's how yeah. I saw it. Like, you can't always go back to the position you're in now. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, I'll definitely say, you know, it's it's really up to the, in, to the individual. You know, like, I feel like if they feel that they need to be in school, then, you know, that's what they need to do. But if they feel like, you know, that they're ready, you know, for to drop a 9 to 5 to get a 24-7, because that's yeah. exactly what you're going to be doing, mm-hmm. uh, then 100% do it. You know, you can't be uh, scared to uh, take that leap of faith. Right. You know, I feel like our our parents uh, have a lot. It's not it's not doubt. It's just that they want to protect us. You right. know, they want to see uh, the best for us, you know, because maybe they had dreams, but they wasn't able to accomplish them. Yeah. You know, and to see your, your kid say like, oh, I want to do this. It's like it almost sounds unrealistic. Right. But to me, I feel like the word unrealistic is unrealistic. So, like, you know, you, you kind of just have to uh, trust in yourself, you know. And uh, one of the biggest advice I can give to anyone is, like, just to start, you know. Like, I feel like if I didn't uh, take – put my foot down, hop on Vine and actually start, you know, I, I would just be the person who thought about it or right. who was like, oh, well, I could have, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, anyone can, but it's, like, it's about, like, actually doing, doing you know, and that's yeah. the difference. So, like, my advice to anyone is just to start. Sure. Yeah, I feel like you kind of just answered the question I'm going to ask now, but mm. 
dealing with like camera equipment. I feel like a lot of people kind of feel like they can't create certain things because like the quality is not there or they don't have like the lighting and stuff like that. Mm. Like, did you ever feel like you were kind of stuck because you couldn't afford or you could, you didn't have access to like these top of line cameras? Yeah. You see a Marvel movie. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I want, I want to make movies like that, but yeah. it's like, it takes time to get to Marvel standards. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, it's a lot of trial and error to even get into a position like that. Like, um, I had to start with an iPod, I believe, you know, and then I got my first, like, camera. It was, like, a T3i mm-hmm. something, a Canon. So it was, like, you know, you, you really have to uh, – it's it's a building process, yeah. you know. And, you know, people have iPhones that shoot in 4K. So, honestly, there, there's no excuse. You can make a whole film on your iPhone, <laughs> and there's movies out here filmed on iPhones. Yeah. So it's, like um, – I would say, like, even if you have a nine to five and say you want to do filming or creation or you want to do music, you should be taking part of your check and placing that into what your uh, craft is. You know, like self-investment is a huge part of this, you know. And I feel like uh, I, I learned that early. Like, I just I was taking the money that, you know, I got when I was on Vine. And, you know, all I did was take the money and put it back into what I was doing to produce better and bigger vines and that was just like my whole thing and that's how i work now it's just like i want to be bigger i want to uh, i want to do better so it's like i have to invest into what i believe in right so you know i feel like you know you can't start at the the red dragons yeah. or the aries you got to start you know small with the iphones and get you that sony you know and you you build it up you exactly know? exactly and we we were watching some of your videos last night especially that the it parody uh mm. great stuff like what is Thank your you. budget usually when you're making these videos um i feel like each budget depends on what i'm trying to accomplish uh because everything we budget is you know it's it's self-funded by us yeah so it's like a project like that could have came up to like somewhere around like 8, 8k 10k you know what i'm wow. saying and that's on like location uh my amazing uh cameraman uh you know just just a lot of moving parts to to make that happen like makeup artists yeah and locations like it was just it was a lot but um don't disrespect halloween part four is honestly like my favorite project right now like of everything i've done that's like probably like in my top three. I love that one yeah. so much. That's crazy. So you, you're literally investing eight to 10 K like roughly around, around there. Mm-hmm. Like do these videos like, cause I know like do these videos make that in return? Like do you make it back or are they sometimes, you know, you wipe, just wipe your hands clean and just walking away from it. So s- certain projects, certain projects I've realized that, well, yes, in the long run, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I definitely look more long run In the long run. I definitely make uh, all my money back in returns but it's like how i look at each individual project is like sometimes you have to uh sacrifice the the check for the project for right. the vision you know so it's like even if i was in a position where i had to throw out that much money for something that wasn't going to get in return but i knew that this project was going to you know be seen in front of millions mm-hmm. or you know hundred thousands or whatever you know i feel like that's worth the sacrifice yeah. you feel me and once you get into a position like that you know who knows what you can do 100 percent. and uh how long do these videos take you to make mm, so don't disrespect halloween uh for we uh we filmed that so it was actually interesting i think i just came back from new york i was doing something with comedy central 
and I landed in the beginning of October or something roughly around then. All I knew was that I had, it was the beginning of October, and I think I had until Halloween to make this 45, 40-minute project and shoot it all, edit it all, get the special effects on it. Damn. And, uh, yeah, we dropped it on Halloween. So, How big is your team? Uh, we I have a huge team. So I have a team called Wolf Graphic, and that's uh, Wolf Graphic Films. That's usually the logo you see before most yeah, of my videos. Yeah. And um, you know, we it's a it's a big team. Besides that, uh, Rider Boy, uh, that's my manager. He has I agencies and Rider Boy Films. So when it comes to bigger projects like uh, Netflix Streams, mm-hmm. you know, we'll bring us together, and that's like a huge team. And yeah. you know, I I feel like when you know with my team with Graphic, these are people that started with me back in Maryland right. and now we're doing like bigger things now. So it's like, these are people that I've been able to trust from the beginning. Right. And now it's like, since we've, you know, been doing this for so long, trial and error, we are able to adjust to be into so many different positions in front of camera and behind. Yeah. So it's like with my team, there's always, we, there's always someone to fill in a position somewhere. So yeah. That's it's really cool. That's really dope. And then on your Netflix Dreams uh, show, it's on the Netflix YouTube channel, right? Yep. What is that? That well, must have been pretty like that's like next step to Netflix. You know, next you're gonna have a show on on Netflix. <laughs> like that's probably pretty big. When you got the news that you were doing that, what was that like? Man, it was it was. I was honestly speechless. You know, like I've never been to the Netflix building, and like you know, walking up just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. You know, uh, walking inside, seeing all the awards and all the plaques and I'm just like, I'm really like here, you yeah. know? And then, uh, to have the conversation, to have the meeting and, you know, we just had a conversation like, you know, like, let's, let's, let's do something together. Let's, let's, let's figure something out. And, um, we came across Netflix dreams and it's kind of like in a sense what I'm doing on my YouTube channel, but you know, now being able to do it for Netflix originals, right. recreating their originals in my vision. And I think, uh, it's super dope. Uh, I get to be super ambitious. I definitely love the fact that I get to show uh, the range that we have, you know. First it was Don't Disrespect Halloween. Then it was Netflix Dreams Episode 1. And then it was Netflix Dreams Episode 2. And this is in the span from October to January. And these are all, like, over 30, 40 minute projects. So... Uh, you're staying busy, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How, how do you how do you manage to not get overwhelmed? Like, I'm trying to do a couple things and I'm like, how the hell am I doing this on? An assistant, you know what I'm saying? I got me an assistant now. Yeah, it helps me. Yeah, I need to get one of them. <laughs> uh, you see, you see, before, uh, I, I mean, I've always been like a a, a one man army, you yeah. know. When it comes to just my personal business, besides like uh, my manager, writer boy, mm-hmm. uh, but over time, I've realized that it's it's like it's not going to slow down. It's only going to speed up. Yeah. So it's like I can't. Um, I can't slow down. I have to find a way for me to, to speed up with it. Yeah. So like I've learned that and I've had to learn over time, like I cannot do everything by myself. No one man can make it or to do anything by themselves. Like a team is needed in for this sure. in this path. So like it it started with, you know, getting an assistant and, you know, he's been helping me just like with scheduling. You know, I've learned that scheduling is a huge part to making a lot of things happen. You know, like a lot of people don't schedule out their weeks, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But now is that point where we got to schedule out our months. So like, uh, you know, we already got the next two months planned and wow. hopefully by next year I'm doing stuff for like uh, my boy Jordan Bentley. Shout out to you. 
uh, owner, Hype Land, I see you. Uh, he uh, he schedules out his years. And to me, oh, that's wow. like insane. Like, that's insane. We're just having the meeting. We're just talking. He like, yeah, man, Like, let me show you what I got going on for 2021. I'm like, what? We we still in 2020. Like, what, <laughs> <Yeah>. you, <laughs> what you talking about? So he just showed me like everything. And I'm just like, man, like it's so inspirational, you know? Yeah. But it, it, it takes time to get to that. So yeah. that's why I'm, you know, baby stepping it. So. That's inspiring me, man. I don't even have tomorrow plan. Man. Oh yeah, his schedule's my all schedule's out messed of up. But like, I'm one of those people that I don't, I can't like stick to a schedule because mm. I don't know what happens last minute, and I'm always down for some last minute stuff. So last it's like, minute stuff is tight. And I like to just <laughs> I like to just like I am. I feel like I have, I have my brother on my team, and my mm. mom helps me out. She's like my manager as well. So like I have like a little team, but at the same time, like I I like being very independent and just doing things on my own. Like I really did build my whole YouTube channel like just vlogging and stuff like that. That's really dope. So it was like I I like doing it on my own. So that's why. I, I always I haven't hired an assistant because I just like I try to fill all the shoes myself, but it it is overwhelming. It gets it gets overwhelming, and and you know you have to realize that you are the you are like the head of this this machine this train. You feel me? And it's like if if you break down, everything behind you. So it's like you know just getting those pieces just helps it flow. I saw a TikTok about it, but I also feel like you hit a wall in any type of business that you do. Like once you get to a certain level, like even if you are I don't know like a what was I going to say? Like a contractor or doing someone's laundry and you get to the point where now you own the laundry business, you can't always still be doing the laundry because now you own the business. Mm-hmm. So you're not really like you're going to hit this wall where you just like get stuck and you can't progress to it. And that's kind of how like we are right now is like we kind of just need to be like, OK, I don't need to answer my own emails. Yeah. You can hire someone else to answer that so it can free up some yeah. time for us to create more stuff. No, for just, sure. I'm definitely in that in that loop, too, because yeah. it's like going back from Vine, literally Every single email I got, I'm 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 on it. I'm like, oh, oh okay, sure. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm lit. This is tough. Yeah. And I was at a point where it's like we get so many emails and so much is happening that it's like not only I have to pay attention to that while also like figuring out like my daily while also editing while also writing scripts. So it's like you know now it's at a point where it's like I might have to get someone to answer my emails. You yeah. know so. Who knows? How do you balance like a personal life with a life that you have so busy and so on the go? How do you how do you like focus on just your personal life, friends, girlfriend, whatever you're into. I don't know. You know, like how do you focus on all that? Like going and still, to the gym. Still yeah. manage to, you know, fil- be filming these 40-minute things for a month straight. And then editing. And then editing it. Like, that's a lot. Like, I'm like, yeah. damn, I'm, I'm stressed out. Like, I'm stressed, man. Like, I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, God. I'm dripping over Like, how does he do it? Um, with the whole personal, um, you know, I, I feel like everything has its time and everything has its moment. So, you know, I definitely feel like uh, my friends are what kind of keep me grounded in all of this. My friends and my family, uh, they keep me grounded, Mm -hmm. you know, with all this chaos and stuff happening. So I definitely feel like, you know, uh, one of my getaways is like hopping on the game or just hopping on Discord and, you know, just, you know. Call of Duty with the boys. Oh, yeah. Where we dropping? Where we landing? <laughs> yes, you know. Sir. So it's like uh, video games is kind of like my my big escape. You know, I I have a trainer now, so uh, my mornings start with working out. So that's that. And uh, yeah, you know, I just you know I feel like the people I surround myself with are like minded. So it's like we're we're always talking about business. We're always talking about what's the next thing we're yeah. doing. So and then we can just have fun. Right. You know, talk crazy doing it yeah send memes about the super bowl all types of crazy <laughs> right stuff on. So. look we're getting to that point in the podcast where we gotta ask you it's time for you to share your scare man <laughs> what you got all right so um like i said m- this scare isn't this scare is really scary from my perspective okay you let's know? hear it. 
Okay, so um, I'm at a, a haunted house, you okay. know, so that's a, that's a great start. <laughs> um, I'm at a haunted house, and I believe this was in Philly. I'm there with my uh, my best friend, Taz. Now, um, you know, haunted houses, you're supposed to just walk through, you know, some people jump out. Yeah. Some people have chainsaws. Nothing's supposed to be real. No one's supposed to touch you. <laughs> you <laughs> supposed <know>? to. That's, uh, <laughs> I think I signed the waiver. <laughs> I don't know if I did, but... You know, waivers need to be signed there. So, um, you know, each – so this is like a, the biggest haunted house I've ever been to in my entire life. It was so big that it had like it had like levels. Oh, you know, it's like level one is like a, a farm. Level two is like a hospital. Level three is like a, a jail. Jeez. Level four – it's like the scariest places yeah. in America. It sounds like an hour-long walkthrough. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know, so you're just being traumatized for yeah. a full hour. Beautiful, right? So uh, my scared. So this is this is the this is the one thing that truly got me. Okay. <laughs> the whole time I was solid, and I think uh, there was so, you know, there was a girl with us. So you know, I had to I had to keep it solid. You exactly. feel me? I had, yeah, yeah, had to keep course, it strong. Course, you know, I'm six foot. I can't be screaming. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, we we make it to level three, the the prison. Okay. You feel me? Yes. <laughs> so we go in there. Okay, there uh, there are actors and lights are flashing and they're they're convicts locked in jail jail cells you know in uh-huh. their own personal prisons yeah. jails whatever um so you know we're just walking me and my boy taz uh we see one specifically in front of us so you know we get hyped you know because he locked up and we out you know <laughs> and we, you know we start talking our talk you know because they're all trying they're trying to scare us but you're trying to scare us inside the jail cell it, yeah. it can't work yeah. you know so we're like we're like yeah you know I'm like what you gonna do? <laughs> I'll tell you, not a damn thing. You're not about to do nothing. So you know, we just talking our talk, and this is where all of reality just kind of broke for me. This man grabs the handlebars of the jail cell. He bends them what? and he steps through. The second he did that, I lost my mind. I just I sprinted. I sprinted <laughs> forward the fastest I've ever sprinted in my life, right? Oh, so I get out of there. I run so fast I make it out of the prison and I think I'm just outside at the checkpoint. I turn around and Taz isn't with me. Oh, no. Taz is not with me. I'm oh, like, man. no, bro. I walk back. You and went this, back for it. I had that's to. That's my, it's, my, it's my best friend. I had to. That's how you know. I, I go back. Taz is curled up in the corner and the and the prisoner is standing above him, still oh, trying to scare him. And I'm like, Taz, get up. And he's like, you know, why'd you leave me? I'm like, leave you. It, it it's was fight a, or flight. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it was a instant decision for both. I'm like, you saw what I saw. He bent the jail cell bars. I'm like, the second he did that, we both knew we had to get out of there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't just curl up. I honestly felt disappointed. I'm like, we were supposed to be out there together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that I, that out of everything, that truly scared me oh. because I really thought that the bars were metal. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he heard us talking trash to him. And he was like, say less. He put his hand on the bar and he just oh, bent them. Man. And then I just didn't understand what life was at the moment. I was like, I, I didn't know men can do that. Like, I, just, <laughs> I didn't know they were that powerful. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you said third floor. I'm guessing not literal third floor because I feel like you would have just ran off and just <laughs> dropped down. I, we, I just ran straight. <laughs> All I knew is I was safe. Did you ever find out what these bars were made of? I, it wasn't metal. <laughs> Maybe. It might have been metal. Was <laughs> I was so scared. It was dark. And I just knew that he was there. Wow. And I, in my mind, I was like, he can't escape. 
and he just broke my reality on some Doctor Strange stuff. He just, he just bent the bars. You know, so I was truly terrified in that one moment. That so. that that would scare me too. Oh. I honestly don't even go to these haunted house things anymore. But have yeah. you heard about the haunted houses that you could actually like they could and will touch you and stuff, and you have to like fight your way out of this yeah. thing? Fight. It's for real. That's what it feels like. Ooh. I've never been in one, but I'm, I've seen a lot. Of yeah, them. I heard of one like in San Diego or something where like they make you jump from like the the top like from like a fifth floor building into like a padded thing I kind of oh, thing yeah, like, and like they, someone will chase you with a knife and you have to like jump off yeah and, like, and there's oh. other one I heard another thing where like they pour like all this like fake, like, blood, fake blood on, on you, on you and, and like stuff. they're like drowning you with this and like you have to like I don't know and there was another one where you have to get inside of like a tight little coffin by yourself and shut the door it's like weird stuff like, like if you have phobia like it's not gonna happen well for yeah, you I just say just stay home and, and watch a horror movie exactly like, you, that's, you don't have to live one right <laughs> that's enough scares for me yeah like, I watch a horror movie and then I take a walk around the block and I'm scared you know oh, I'm like looking around I like um, my friend invited me to one uh, during last Halloween and honestly I was I was so drained from don't disrespect Halloween that uh-huh. I was like I just don't think I wanted to do that because when I was uh, writing Don't Disrespect Halloween um, to get into the mood uh, a whole month before all I watched was horror movies Uh constant horror movies like I'd be at my friend's house and they're like like let's watch action I'm like we have to watch a horror movie they're like why I'm like I I cannot watch anything else besides horror right now so by the time I uh, filmed it you know I was just in that horror mind and I feel like it really helped me but by the time it was over, I'm like, look, I don't man. ever want to see anything scary. Like again. I, the inside uh, Don't Disrespect Halloween Four, there's this little uh, Pennywise doll, uh-huh. and, and honestly, I don't know where I found it. it. It's super rare. I don't think anyone got this. It's not hit the streets yet. But anyways, <laughs> I have it in my house, and uh, we finished filming. And for some reason, like I have a lot of props in my house, yeah. but it's all downstairs in like my prop room. So I have uh, the the doll upstairs in my room for some reason because I'm like, this would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And then weeks <laughs> pass, and I'm like. I gotta get this out of here. Like this is weird. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I put that thing downstairs immediately. It will never be in my room oh, ever dude, again. I have found. I found like in a video of mine, we found a, an old Ouija board, right? So we kept it just because we at the time we were making like we made little scary videos and stuff. So we had this like weird Ouija board, and I still have it, but I will not bring it in my house. Like it's in my garage. I don't know what to do with it because you can't just throw one away. Like you have to like burn it or bury it or some just weird. Just go stuff. drop it off at a neighbor's house. I know, right? <laughs> I knock could. on their door and then run. Take it to goodwill or something oh man <laughs> just don't bring it to your house that's yeah man that's, that is something listen uh king vader thank you for coming on the podcast i want where can the people find you if they don't know you right now uh you can search me at king vader anywhere it's finally official i got the handle it's mine there we go <laughs> man there we go check him out check out all the awesome projects he has coming up his stuff on his youtube channel is absolutely awesome like it's really next level yeah. stuff thank you um and yeah maybe hey if you ever need some actors in your videos Got you. we're down we're down to die if you ever have another horror movie okay maybe. for sure <laughs> I always wanted to see myself die you know <laughs> anyways guys thank you for listening to the share your scare podcast again King Vader thank you so much for thank coming you. on and until next time we'll see you guys later peace thanks for listening to sus share your scare make sure to subscribe and check back every Wednesday for new episodes and don't forget to tell your friends Follow all of our social media links at shareyourscare.com. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways, but only for our most active fans. If you have a scare of your own that you want to share, leave us a voicemail. Our number is 626-275-8695. Or if you just want to shoot us an email, our email is shareyourscarepod at gmail.com. And that's spelled with a U-R. Until next Wednesday, stay sus. <laughs>